Hello, and welcome to this episode of Not a Lady, a Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman podcast. This is Kelly. And I'm Sarah. So people are probably wondering why two young women like ourselves are talking about this show of all things. It is a show that is as timeless and unchanging as Jane Seymour herself. Seriously. I will say disclaimer, I am not a licensed and practicing physician. I'm actually in my second year of physician assistant school. So I plan to be a physician assistant one day. I want you guys as listeners to keep that in mind as I talk about some of the medical procedures that are done during the show, whether that's relevant to the 1800s or maybe what we would do in today's context. Sarah is quite the history buff here, and she's very analytical about, well, anything and everything. So this is actually a very good, like, sweet spot for you to be able to play into, don't you think? Because you're forced to listen to me now? Well, yes, I am forced to listen to you, but so are all the listeners. Yeah, but they're like, they're like choosing to be here. You, not so much. (laughs) Uh, That's fair. (laughs) That's valid. (laughs) When you hear rapid breathing, shortness of breath, confusion, fever, sweaty skin, what are you thinking about? COVID. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Sepsis, sepsis, I know. We have talked about sepsis a lot on this show. So what do you know about the history of the United States Postal Service? I bet you didn't know that it is completely tied to the American Revolution. Dr. Quinn suggesting to do a C-section is like this crazy idea to Charlotte and Emily, but the first written record that actually we have of a mother and baby surviving a C-section was from the 1500s in Switzerland. The Sand Creek Massacre, something we didn't learn about in school. Which, can I just say, it's very interesting to me that there's clearly no HIPAA around in this day because there's no patient confidentiality at all. Everybody (laughs) knows everyone's business. Did you know that the presidential candidate, like the runner-up or or the opposition, actually would automatically become the vice president? I actually did know that. I learned that from Hamilton, I'd like to say. (laughs) Excellent. Olive is telling Dr. Quinn she can't keep anything down, her hair is falling out, and she thinks it's the change. Do you know what she's referring to when she says the change? Yeah, like menopause, right? Wow, yes, you would be correct. I'm like very impressed you knew that actually. I mean, I feel like I watch enough period dramas to like know the words that they would use. (laughs) What? (laughs) Period dramas? (laughs) No. We need to pay attention to native representation, like especially in a show like this, where they're not only making statements, but they're also intentionally telling native stories. Well, there's a lot there. I feel like there's racism, immigration, sexism, prejudice, like everything. And it's really wild, but also sad to me how relevant most of these issues still are. I really love how this show forces us to have really hard conversations. Okay, let's talk about Sully. I would love to. How does he always like show up out of nowhere? Like I swear the man has teleportation powers. Does Dr. Quinn have the best guest stars? Johnny Cash. Joseph Gordon Levitt. John Schneider. Jane Wyman. Good old Kenny Rogers. I didn't even think of Diane Ladd. I think everybody can appreciate like a romance where the romantic leads are not being rushed or pushed into a relationship simply because it's what's expected for the storyline. Not a Lady, a Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman podcast. We're talking through every episode, scene by scene. Spoiler free for future episodes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.